Welcome back to Keeping Tabs. Today's sponsor is 32 Below, Froyo and More, a brand new yogurt shop, frozen yogurt shop opening in Coeur d'Alene area. Frozen yogurt, adult floats, uh, small bites, and much more. So make sure you follow them on their social media so you can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, keep up to date on what's going on. Today's guest is Stephanie King, a dear friend of mine, long-term friend. Um, We're going to talk about health and wellness. Uh, She's a cancer survivor. She's a mom, fitness coach, and much more. So enjoy the episode. And I have the wonderful, beautiful Stephanie King, and I always want to say Lotney because that's how I know her. Um, I met her through one of my college best friends and ended up connecting. And now, like later on in life, years and years later, we still connect over wellness, fitness. Um, I do some of her workouts on Saturday mornings. So um, she's going to tell us a little bit of background of her, but she is Montana girl, cancer survivor, personal trainer. Um, everything under the sun. So tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing now. Okay. Well, like good old Tabitha said, my name is now Steph King, but I now am in Oregon, but I am a Montana girl. I got my degree in exercise science from the same college as Tab. So good old Rocky Mountain College. (laughs) Go Bears. Go Bears. But yeah, so I got my degree in exercise science and I've been out here in Portland for about 16 years and I've been really tapped into the fitness space for my career. I also did for about eight years, I did massage therapy. So I had a massage therapy business as well. And when I got married, I decided, you know, something's got to give. So I let that go. And so, yeah, so I've been a training ever since Uh, about two years ago living this healthy life, thinking I had all things figured out, you know, I was eating well, I was working out. And so you can imagine the gut punch when I got a phone call almost two years ago, within a couple of weeks that I had early stage breast cancer. So it was a really big shift in my reality because based on what I was living, it looked and it felt like I was living in a very healthy way when in fact, obviously there was turmoil going on inside my body. But long story short on the cancer story, I caught it super early. I caught it actually before the mammogram and the ultrasound. So I was able to really be proactive with the choices I got to make, which is not typical for people. I understand that. So I was really able to keep my inner peace and really tap into what that was for me. So it's, it's been a different fitness journey since then, yeah. a different version of wellness that I have now since transitioned into. I am the creator of a little group called the Wellness Squad Collective, where we tap into resources for mind, body, and spirit, not just the body. So it's been, it's been a really fun journey. That's awesome. Well, um, it's kind of kicking into the wellness is um, what... What are the key to staying um, completely well? Um, like you said, not just um, working out, but the whole mind, body, everything um, during this isolation, because people are dealing with stress. People are dealing with a lot of tough things. How do you um, stay all around, all around well? Well, it's really interesting because you see the meme. This is a really popular meme that's going around and who knows really where it originated, but it's, you know, you can do the workouts, you can drink the water, you can take the vitamins, but if you are not right in your mind and your spirit, you're unhealthy and there's some shifts that need to happen. So I've said all along 
from like two years ago, cancer did not happen to me, it happened for me. And so I really feel that in a way, a silver lining to what's going on in all of our worlds right now is that I had this prep two years ago because I really had to sit in this space of what is inner peace because we all need inner peace, especially right now. There's so much chaos. There's so much noise. There's so much going on around us that as far as what inner peace is, it is an individual decision. Now, what I have done is I have figured out some things that have worked for me from two years ago that really provided some clarity. And then a year ago, my mom was on life support. She had sepsis. And so she was basically dying and I wasn't allowed to travel. So I felt like my cancer story and my inner peace you know, positioned me in a place to really be able to tap into that chapter of my life, which she is now fine and healthier than can be. And now it's just another reiteration. Like we do not create habits, healthy habits for the easy times in life. We just don't. We create them for the times of right now. So as far as inner peace goes for me, I, there's five things that I tap into. And if I can nail it on a day and get three of these, that's great for me. Some days it's only one. But as far as, as my philosophy goes is your inner peace is nobody else's business. And I want you to think about that. We are so in this place and this society of what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Are we doing this for somebody else? Are we doing this for ourselves? And so with this inner peace philosophy that I've really tapped into, there are just five key components. Um, I'm a really big believer in number one, which is gratitude journaling. So gratitude journaling can sound really cliche and, oh, gratitude is so great. I honestly believe you cannot live in a space of gratitude and fear at the same time. You just can't. But I, there's a caveat to that. And the caveat is, is if you are still in the space of fear, you're not really gratituding when you're writing stuff down in your journal. You have to really set the stage because if you win the morning, you win the day. So if I can start off my day gratitude journaling, I'm starting my mindset as far as not just a fitness thing, my mind in the right spot. So grab a pretty journal. It does not have to be for 10 minutes. It does not have to be for 10 things. It could be literally if that day you are so struggling, you are literally grateful that you have a warm bed, that you got to sleep in last night, that you have fresh, clean water. It does not have to be this big elaborate thing, but it has to be genuine. That's my number one thing. My second thing that is really big for me, let's tap into the body thing, moving your body every single day. I grew up um, with my education a lot different than what is really healthy. Like my education at, at the time was low fat, no fat foods, you know, a lot of cardio, you know, a lot of different philosophies, which you do when you know better, you do better, right? So you, you change some of those philosophies for yourself. And so for me, it's a matter of less is more. I used to work out for 90 minutes, six to seven days a week. Clearly that was overtaxing my body in a way. And so I believe that if you can find things that you enjoy doing, do not view your workouts as a punishment. It's not a punishment for what you ate or not doing something for two days before. It is a gift for your body to be healthy. I have for several years, I had several clients. They were not working out for themselves. They were working out to look good for other people to look good for that reunion, to look good for that wedding dress, which is all fine and dandy. There's no judgment on that. But when you start to actually work out because you want to be healthy from the inside out, it's a whole different shift on finding things that you enjoy. 
you have 90% of your diet should be viewed as fuel. Notice I did not say 100%. 10 to 15% should be that little bit of leeway, that little bit of gift. You know, you should be able to enjoy what you're eating. But also it's, it's a matter for me not sabotaging the work that I am doing. On the max, really four days a week I'm working out now. And so it's just little things like that that I find because here's, here's my belief. If you do not install healthy habits, it is because you do not believe you are worthy of a vibrant, healthy life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just something with what I have gone through. I have a whole different appreciation for what the body can and cannot do and to really tap into what that is. Um, another big thing for me, number three is rituals. Even if it's just 10 minutes a day, find something that you enjoy that brings you joy. So for instance, for me, I love at least having 10 minutes of peace of quiet in the morning. Yes. It includes a little bit of gratitude journaling. Sometimes it's reading something really motivational or developing my mind and my brain. Um, I love my bulletproof matcha. I have my bulletproof matcha every day. I love my essential oils. I get diffusers going, things that are going to create a sanctuary around you and for you. And it's different for everybody at the end of the day. Um, But it's a matter of just finding ways to take care of yourself. Um, Number four is probably the biggest shift for me. um, And that can kind of tap into all three, mind, body, and spirit, is boundaries. And it's a matter of really sitting by yourself and asking yourself the question, doing an inventory of your people. Now, this is without judgment. Think about the people that you surround yourself with because Jim Rohn has a super amazing quote. It is one of my favorites and it is, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you think about who those people are, you're going to have an idea of, are you surrounding yourself with energy vampires or energy healers? And sometimes it gets to be really uncomfortable. You have a pretty good idea. You all have an intuition that is, I will tell you, spot on. If you're around somebody and you immediately feel a shift in your posture or how you hold, or you're just not looking forward to it, make note of that. I'm not saying you have to say no to these people forever, but for this chapter of your life, that whatever you are in, say no. Now I understand we're in quarantine, Sometimes those triggers are the people that we're sharing a house with. So find pockets to where you can have some alone time, step away, tap into those rituals, step into that gratitude. But it's a matter of right now, what a beautiful silver lining of really not having to be around anybody else that might be like sucking the energy out of you. Mm -hmm. So say no more. So it's not just about people. It's say no to all the things on your calendar say no to the obligations that you feel you have to do because it's the right thing to do. And I'm, you know, speaking as a woman where I, you know, I'm a yes person. I'm a yes, 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 yes. And I really got crystal clear that that was not serving me in my best good about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are people that are not in my life that I would have thought would be in my life forever. And it's not necessarily forever, but maybe it is. But I'm okay with that because it's a sigh of relief at the end of the day on how I feel. And then finally, to tap into that spirit place, my number five is you have to find a spiritual practice for you. And I do not mean a religion. I do not mean that you have to step foot into a church unless that is your thing. If you were raised in a church and you want to continue that, 
absolutely do that. I stepped away from the church for several years, not because I, I didn't believe in religion or I didn't believe in a spiritual practice. I just, I needed a break and I needed to find it on my terms. And I did that, but you know what, here's the reality, your spiritual practice, you'll know it's a spiritual practice. If you feel it in your heart, not up here. Okay. Not from here. It's if your heart is telling you that you're taking a deep breath and a sigh of relief. So for instance, it might be lighting a candle. It might be adding a drop of sandalwood to your third eye and dipping into a meditation practice. It might be literally the best, some of the best um, church experiences I've had have been on my yoga mat in a yoga class. There is something spiritual and religious to me for that. Sometimes right now, sitting in our backyard in the sunshine, Mm. listening to our favorite playlist. It does not have to be confined to what society and culture has put around us. It's a matter of being comfortable with getting uncomfortable with breaking down some of those walls. And like I said, these are my five pieces of inner peace for me. It does not have to be everybody's. And it's not a matter of switching everything all in one day. Start off with one thing I think is really important because if you tap into too many, it becomes too overwhelming and then they're all out the window. Right. Man, you need to write a book. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, but (laughs) I'm just saying the last two years, like cancer, I am serious, was probably besides having my daughter and of course, like having a family, the best thing that ever happened to me because it shifted my own philosophy on what it meant to be healthy in all of the ways. Oh, that's awesome. So it's been great. Good. Oh, Um, so like, so for the people that are watching and um, give some advice for those people, maybe either shifting into these five things or ways that they can start to feel overall well, especially during when we're stuck at home. No, we're safe at home. Um, We're not stuck here. Um, I, there's moments I'm like super excited to be home. I'm like, I love quarantine. Like, this is amazing. And there's times I go psycho. I'm like, I'm going to freak out. (laughs) I know it's all over the place, but you know, do you have some um, tips for people out there that are struggling, especially with people with like depression? I think um, we overlook that because um, my mom's a police officer. So she's telling me some very awful things that are happening in homes. People are struggling, I think more mentally, spiritually, emotionally, some tips for them right now. You know, it's interesting because I think we're all have this innate need to be strong. And whether that's strong for our family or strong for our kids, I'm finding that for one, if you have kiddos at home, our kiddos are watching our every move. Mm -hmm. So they are watching how we are reacting right now. They are having behavior modeled to them, the good, the bad, the ugly. And so what I found for a long time for myself is I needed to be strong. I needed to make sure that everything was flowing and everything was great. To a point that's, that's okay. But there are days, like you said, that are, are still hard. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter what I have done is I sat my kiddos down and I've said, listen, I'm having a hard day today. This is what I'm feeling. And to share those feelings, it gives them a safe place to share too. If you're alone in your house and there isn't anybody there, call somebody, call your safe people. You know who your lifers are. If you feel like something is not right, the economic downfall of what's going on right now is so overwhelming. And it sends people into a tailspin, including myself. I mean, we've all been impacted. We all know everybody that's been impacted. I am more worried 
about the mental health crisis that is going on right now because of the things that you've said. It is spiraling. I'm already hearing stories in our community of all of the ultimate ways that this could go very, very wrong. And so it's a matter of like, okay, what is the next right thing for myself? What is the next right thing? Is that a conversation with somebody? Is that ditching the laptop and what I'm supposed to be doing for work and watching Netflix or finding something to laugh your ass off to? Is it is it a workout? Maybe you do need to sweat and make yourself miserable for 45 minutes to get out all of those feelings. But it's a matter of completely listening, you know, and it's important to listen to your body. Like I have found, I'm usually a yoga running person. I'm in this chapter of my life where that's spoken more to me until quarantine. Now I have done like zero yoga, which has been my main modality for the last handful of months. And I am like kicking my own ass. Because that is what feels so good right now is that's what's causing the confidence. That's what's causing me to show up better for my family because I'm working out my shit, not with in front of them. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, it's sitting in the uncomfortable, sitting in the quiet because now you don't have all this noise and okay, what is going to create inner peace for me in this moment right now? What is going to create inner peace? And it's either maybe a, a launch into one of those five things that I've talked about Maybe it's your own thing, but whatever it is, you have to find it for yourself because like I said, it's nobody else's business what that is for you. That's so perfect. Awesome. Well, thank there you. you. Uh, thank you. No, I'm all like <laughs> motivated for the day. I worked out with you. Now I'm excited. Um, so you are doing some online training and things like that. What are ways if people want to connect with you? What, how can they get a hold of you? Um, if they're watching, they're like, Stephanie is, she is speaking to me and I want to talk to her about something. Um, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? So I have two platforms that I'm really working from right now, either on Facebook or Instagram. It's just wellness squad collective. It's all one word. I am offering like tab said Saturday morning workouts for free. They are themed, hilarious themed workouts. Let's just say that this morning we went country line dancing. We did some line dancing. We've done the 80s. We've done 90s hip hop. We've done a little bit of everything. So that's more of just because we all need to laugh right now. Mm -hmm. But what I am offering is I do a lot of online personal training. So I understand people don't necessarily have equipment or they don't necessarily have a space to get out outside of their home right now, really. Or they just need that extra accountability because they're not getting it. So I'm offering 30-minute workouts in a small group personal training platform. So I have one-on-ones, but then what I'm offering to the masses is if there are five people that can all agree on a time, I am going to basically personal train you all personally. So in an individualized way, it's not a group class and it's just 10 bucks a person per session. So it's just ways because if you move your body, you're going to work out all of the things. And some days if you're, if you were to say, Steph, I can't, I can't like, tap into my deep dark space and work really hard today you get to do something different than who else but you get to see people that you love and are friends with in the same space to keep each other accountable I love it awesome yeah. thanks Steph and uh I really enjoyed it love you sis you too Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tabitha Croc. And if you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify channel to keep up to date on all the podcasts.
We release a podcast every Monday and Friday. This podcast is all about people. It's a community of people here in North Idaho and across the world. So subscribe and enjoy.